Welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. This is episode 83 of the Cornwall Property Podcast, and this is our Ask Dan and James episode. And do stick around because at the end of this episode, we've got two questions that we're going to answer, but we've then got our next wow. Exciting. Of the week. It's currently 3 2 to James. It pains me to say. So hopefully I can pull it back. So, James, let's get going. Let's get going. So, we've got our first question from Pirin in the Portreath, who asked the following. I'm aware that there are creative property strategies that people can adopt, such as rent to rent and sourcing, as you mentioned in a previous podcast. I'm intrigued by these lease, by the lease option strategy. What exactly is this and how do I identify a possible lease option opportunity? Good question. Very good question. Um, uh, Piran, yes. So this is, this is kind of like the holy grail the amount of times I'm asked this question. So we've, uh, I've got a three lease option properties. So a lease option essentially, or well, I've got purchase lease options. So a lease is like a commercial lease where you're you're taking over the property. It's kind of like a full repair and insurance lease. So mm. essentially the property is all but yours. Well, that's generally what a commercial lease is. When you take out a commercial lease, the property is essentially all but yours. Um, now with a purchase lease option, essentially what you're doing there is you're leasing the property for a set agreed amount, uh, amount of time. But you then at the end of that lease have the option to purchase the property. So for example, I the properties I have purchased lease options on, they were both on the market for sale and they're on the market for rent. So interestingly, it meant that when I started doing a bit of digging, it's so, so important you get that rapport with the owner um, and just say, look, look, just learn a little bit more about their situation, the circumstances. So for example, my first purchase lease option property, it was a HMO in Falmouth. The agent, uh, sorry, the landlord had it on for sale and he, I just discussed this, uh, what, what if you don't want to ask him, what's your plan with the money? Um, if you were to sell, what are you going to do with the money? And um, he was just saying, well, uh, I'm not too sure. I'm finding it a pain in the backside. Having the HMO, I think I'll probably just go and invest it and get a holiday let. It's like, okay, interesting. No worries at all. So look, if this property wasn't a pain in your backside, would you still be prepared to keep going with it? He goes, well, yeah, it makes me good money. It's just all the extra stuff that's really sure. getting on my back. Yeah. So I could see that he didn't need the money. So he wasn't selling it because he needed the money. It was because he had a pain, which was the agents and the the, the, the actual managing agent of it. So what I then suggested was, look, how about I take over the management of the property for you. I guarantee your rent for five years. But at the end of the five years, I'll also agree to buy it from you. The beauty of that is you've got rent coming in guaranteed for five years. At the end of the five years, you've got a guaranteed sale. So what I'm not saying is that I'm going to buy it in five years. I have the option to buy it anytime up to five years, essentially. But the beauty of it is this figure I was given him it was currently it was recently valued at the time of this agreement of about two seventy. Mm-hmm. I offered to pay look in five years' time, I'll offer you two eighty. So in five years, I'll buy this property from you in at two eighty thousand, two hundred and eighty thousand pounds. In the meantime, you're also going to get every bit of rent every single month. So you'll get say fifteen hundred pounds a month because it's a HMO. That's quite a good deal in his eyes. So he was like, well, wow, I'm going to be getting <clears throat> continual rent. I'm not going to have to take over um, all the maintenance because it's leased because of the leases, unless it is the kind of roof falling through. Uh, it's an actual fabric issue. I take over the bills and the, the management internally. So a lease option, how do you how do you identify it? It's essentially, if, if there's motivated, it's up for rent and for sale. If there's any properties up for rent and for sale, definitely, no, that's, that's for me, is an alarm saying, that is an opportunity for a lease option there. Mm. Um, and the key to getting these over the line period is simply finding out what the landlord wants. What do they need? And I simply solved the problem of management was paying the backside. Well, look, I'll manage it. No worries at all. I'll take over the maintenance. No problems at all. I'll also purchase the property. I'll give you a little bit more than what you want because I'm <clears> basically <throat> hedging my bet that in the five years time, it will be gone up in value. 
this particular property I'm talking about, I took on this purchase lease option in four years ago. The, at that value, I've just told you, it's been valued recently at £335,000. Wow. So already, I know I've already made my margin in there. And in the meantime, I've actually been making a little bit of money each month off the property too. So it's a bit of a win-win there. I may not want to buy it at the end of uh, something drastic might happen to the market. And I think, you know what? I'm not in the right place to buy this now, but I have the option to buy it at the end of it. I'd be silly not to. And I've agreed to buy a £235,000 house for £280,000. And it's all contractually drawn up. It's all in the, done by the solicitors. It's so, so mm. important you do it right. But um, hopefully that helps. I'm sure, again, <clears throat> Piran's got so many more questions to throw at me at the back of that um, and others maybe, but please do. But um, yeah, a, a lease option is a great way of getting hold of a property and um, securing you an asset longer term at a great price. I think it's incredible. I think it's one of the best kind of like beginning entry levels because it's just such a big win-win. Mm. I'm the landlord. I'm James. Dan is the uh, person who's going to do the uh, lease purchase option. It's I've, I'm hands off. I got rent guaranteed for five years. Thank you very much. And um, I've got a good chance it's going to be sold. And if Dan doesn't want to buy it at the end, well, I can just get it at today's markets. So I win either way. Exactly. You're right. set up. You got your cash flow, and you got a great deal. For five years. I'm, I'm, everything is beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. That's it. Well, hopefully that helps, Pyram. Next question, James. Last question before our wow of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, is from um, Selby, who lives in Helston. And Selby's question is, I'm looking to do a JV with somebody that I know fairly well. Would you say it is important to have official JV agreements or, as we know each other fairly well, can we just crack on? Very good question there, uh, Selby, and it's quite a straightforward one. So for our viewers and listeners who don't know what a JV is, it is a joint venture. So for example, Dan might be the property developer. James, I might be the one with the money, not always. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Dan will say, I'm going to um, buy this property. I found a deal. I'm going to do the whole development. And then we're going to sell it uh, using James's money for both the buy and the renovation. And then we're going to split the profit 50-50. So Dan does all the dog work uh, with the development and the delivery of it. And I just put up all the money. And, uh, you know, effectively, there's a lot of risk in it for me as well. It doesn't matter how well you know anybody. As Dan has just said in his question, you know, with the um, uh, the purchase lease option, I think you need to uh, put a solicitor in place and do a proper contractual agreement. Just there is no murky water and we're property developers. It's just doing things professionally. So 100%, I think you should get a uh, a contract written up. Definitely. Absolutely. Just to protect. And just for our viewers and listeners, you know, Dan and I, we're in business. We've got a property development company and we even have shareholders agreements. You know, I trust Dan explicitly with my life, um, as I'm sure he does me, but that doesn't make a difference. You know, you still get things done properly in the unlikely event of how, what what is the contingency that kicks in Definitely. and it's black and white with our signatures on it. And it's obviously so, you know, it's quite timely because James is getting married next week, but you don't enter a marriage thinking about a divorce, do you? You don't think about that. So it's so, so important to just cover your exits with everything. It's uh, What are you saying, Dan? No, not at all. Um, I wish you a very long and happy marriage. But but again, no one, there's, divorces is, I think it's like two in one get divorced these days. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, no. Um, but they don't get married with that in mind. So again, you don't enter this JV agreement, uh, this, this opportunity with the idea of it going wrong. Of course you don't. You wouldn't be doing it if you did. But it's so, so important to cover your exits and make sure that all the kind of options and if uh, X situation was to arise, well, we've agreed that, the outcome will be Z. Yeah. So just get it out on the open. 
from day one. And I think it's just so, so much more transparent for everybody because everyone knows where they are. Absolutely. And you covered, you know, I don't want to sound too morbid, but if, if Dan and I were in a, you know, a JV agreement and something happened to me, God forbid, you know, Dan, your whole development could just be frozen yeah. because you haven't got something in writing with us. Uh, we haven't got an agreement in place. So what would happen then? So yeah, sure. you may trust each other, but eventualities is what I'll say. Hopefully that helps and wish you all the very, very best with that development, Selby, as well. Big time. So, wow time. I'm, I'm actually a little bit nervous because I don't like... You should be. Oh, yeah, I should be. All right. Um, I'm currently 2-1 down. I'm just reaching for my piece of... 2-1 down, down, I think. James is 3-2 up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was 2-1 up and now, now I'm 3-2 down. Them, but let's just bring you back down. <laughs> That's it. Easy now. Um, so, Spinks, you've picked a property for us. We have got to guess the value. You have indeed. So this is our wow of the week. Uh, I've gone to a region you're a little bit more familiar with this uh, for this one. So we're in Truro this yeah. time. Um, Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, four bedroom, two bathroom, fully detached house. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a clue in its location. It's with walking within walking distance of the town centre. So I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock. You may open up the link. See, James is our kind of on our business. James does the property sourcing side of things. James is he's just in with the agents. He's online <laughs> all the time. I'd expect you to know exactly what this property is. If it's not, I'm we need to have words. Um, four bed, two bath. What can we see? Lovely family home. It just screams out family home. It's a beautiful. It's, a, it's an old looking property. It's got some lovely gardens. First time to the market in 25 years, apparently, according to the listing. Yeah, it's quite big. Modern, modern. It's quite modern inside, isn't it, James? The living yeah, room. It it's very quite, up together. Not much work. Nothing, uh, nothing. Kind of screaming out um, as un, unordinary. Just yeah, plain sort of. Please don't pin me down if you're the seller. Um, it's not plain, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean, yeah, it's nothing. Nothing. Nothing screams out as wowie, but it's it's still a lovely size. I think you're paying for the size here. You yeah, say location is like, pretty walking distance from Centre Truro, is just it? up from Trafalgar Roundabout, roughly. Okay. Yeah, biggest asset I would say here is its garden. Being city centre, you don't normally get big. It's got five seconds left. Yeah, keep scrolling down. Nice bathrooms, lovely, lovely garden. That's your minute. Beautiful. That's your sixty seconds up. Bit of everything in that garden hasn't it? You've got decking yeah. area. You've got grass areas. <clears> nice driveway, private drive. Garage. It's an, yeah, it's, it's nice a bit curb appeal as well, isn't it? It's got a nice property. Again, if you're viewing this, you can watch this in real time on YouTube. Um, if you're listening, there'll be a link in the show notes to this property. So I know the last one was a phenomenal wow. I do like to get a couple of sides of the same spectrum here. Um, yeah. So still a lovely property in a favourable location. I'm surprised by the lack of bathrooms, actually. It's only got two, isn't it? Yeah, only two bathrooms. Four bed, four, four bed. It's a big old, big old lump that is, actually. Bit of Mundic in there or not? <laughs> okay, all well, we're all to write... play for in this one. All to yeah, play for I'm a still. Bit oh, this, this is our um, kind of the woods as well. I'm trying to think what's on that market up that road. Mm. It's tricky. It's only four bed though, isn't it? It's only four bed, two bath. It's nothing. It's not like it's on Falmouth Road or on Lemon Villas. I'm doing it again. I'm changing. Oh, if I rattle on you, do I need to keep talking? <laughs> I'm playing mind games That's now. It. Right? Oh, it's not like it's on like Malpas, it. is it? Like overlooking the estuary. It's, oh, it's nothing too special, James, this one. Yeah, I don't think there's much of a view with it, but it does no, seem, seem it's very so private. Yeah. It's very private. It is lovely. There's a lot of green there. And for someone with a family who are into it, this is, yeah, great. What would I pay for it? What would we pay for that? Yeah, those pens scribbling away. Oh, that's a lot of zeros that I can use. <laughs> right, we've both got a number. I've yeah. got a number. Okay, let's have a look in three, oh. two, one. 
I've gone bang on a million. Bang on a million. But I was going to go 950. I've 50, gone 50, 50 God, grand in it. 50 grand in it. Come on, anything over a mil, I'm screwed here. I'm like, oh, you can't. Why have you gone for a million? Um, just because of that garden. You don't get that city centre. You don't. No, I don't think it, it's nice, but it's not absolutely that kitchen. First glance looks really nice. It's actually quite dated. Mm. Um, bathroom. I think everything would need to be updated, which is what I think devalues it a little bit. You're literally paying for the size. James gets so excited. He's back on his feet again. I do. Uh, I like the values, but I think no, Dan's got it. I really, I'm going back on my nine. Click that link. Oh. I've committed. My leg's going now. I can't sit still. Come on. <laughs> Click that link. Oh, it's on my lily crap and it's on. Oh, he's, <laughs> on he's absolutely <laughs> Bang him. on the money. I don't know if we need oh, to. Uh, a million pounds. Oh, it was, it was literally, I was, we could have been. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know if we need to change the scoring system. If you get it bang on the nose here. I was I was floating around a million. I thought, no, it's just too, it just looks too big. See, I like chucking these ones in every so often because it, it's a little bit more. Interesting stuff. Okay, so you didn't chuck that. I'm surprised. No, no. I, I, I tried to, and just to give everyone else a, a little bit more context. So most of the listings come with about 20, 20 plus photos, and the guys only get ten, maybe at mm. the top, depending on how generous I'm feeling on the day. No, this yeah, it looks a lot nicer. I would have probably gone higher now if I saw all these photos. To be fair, right, okay. yeah, yeah. not fifty grand higher. But <laughs> yeah, full yeah, table games. Are you didn't show us the games uh, room. Look now at that. that would have got your attention. Yeah. Oh, well done. Good yeah, work, well James. Well done. Very good. Bang Shake your hand there, sir. Solid, solid 4-2 on you now. You got it. <laughs> well, let us know your scores. What did you get? What was your price? What was your value? James here is like a Cheshire cat opposite me with his big white purr. got grins. cramp in you got face. cramp in your cheeks. I mean, <laughs> karma, that is. Um, guys, please do let us know your thoughts. What did you value this one at? It was up for a million. James got it bang on. I went 950. Where were your numbers? Please do comment on the uh, the. The, on the episode I can't even get my words out so. he's on the floor he's, he's on the floor anyway guys say goodbye from me bye from me